Welcome, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fam podcast. I am your host, the Kamish, and I am joined by my co-host, Actively Lazy. Yo. Uh, let's get right to it. We got a lot of headlines. Uh, I'm going to start. Wait, 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 wait. We got a lot of headlines. We only got one that matters, though. What's that? The one that I did the, the research on, the OnlyFans. <laughs> that is not the headline. Oh, oh, my bad. That's not bad. the headline. <laughs> it's a family show. I forgot. Uh, it's not the headline, sir. We'll get to it. My All right. All right. Our uh, biggest headline, I think they got the biggest reaction on the page over the weekend in a, in a game in Indiana. Uh, LeBron requested, demanded, begged, cajoled, coerced, whatever you want to say, a referee to eject two fans, two saltines, male and female, appear to be in their 20s. What say you, sir? I say that this is the dream realized. Got a black athlete a black graph kicking white people out of an establishment in indiana i don't understand what the issue is i think this is a win for the culture i support this 100 i don't care what they said it doesn't matter what they said they could have said hi and the fact that he was like nope you get out and then he brought the black ref over and the black ref was like these two and he was like yeah these two right here and he didn't even say excuse me sir excuse me ma'am he said no nah, get the hell out that's great uh my initial reaction even though it wasn't optically great for LeBron, it didn't look super masculine for him to go over to the ref, take it by hand. And take oh it by my hand. God. No, 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 I'm not criticizing. I'm saying the optics didn't look great. And that's what a lot of people got caught up in, but I had no problem with it. I, I it, you know, you're a player. If you hear something that's disturbing, you know, you might get a once a year pass to have somebody thrown out of a game, even though he sort of had the courtside Karen and the steroid dude to be thrown out earlier in the year, not this season, but earlier in the year, he basically had to go back and forth and made them get kicked out. But generally speaking over his career, he has not had fans thrown out of games. He's actually chirped back at a lot of them. So I didn't have any problem with what he did. I don't, I wonder without some sort of way to uh, codify this. And we're just going by, he said, she said, you know, you follow the narratives that these players are getting verbally abused. How often is it verbal abuse? How often is it normal stuff? And I don't think the only gauge of it is, is a player responding? Because I heard Durant and Westbrook responding to like normal stuff like booze and screw you or you suck. You know what I mean? Like your fan can't say you suck. Like what, where, where are we at? Where are we going to? So I, I would like to see some kind of uniform rules for it. What you can say, what you can't say. You know, if they got to have somebody hire extra security to be in charge of that kind of thing, especially on the, the lower levels, then maybe they need to do that. But the system they have in place, it's not a great one. I saw um, a soccer player get hit in the head with a with a uh, frozen bottle of water. 
France, I think some American athletes need to chill out. It's not all that bad. <laughs> People have been getting dropped out in the La Liga and some of these soccer matches. Hell, some of these soccer players get killed when they go home if they don't perform. But end of the day, I mean, I think it's just a matter of um, sometimes these players' personal tolerance level. Um, we we I don't know if you can put this in a uniform rule because some days they might be able to take it. And then when you're on the back end of a six game losing streak and you play for Los Angeles and, and you're getting uh, charged at by Isaiah Stewart and things like that, you know, this might be the Monday that you just, just fed up. <laughs> I don't know what happened, what was said. The real issue is the defense that people take for LeBron James is just absolutely kind of like weird i i could i put that parallel of lebron james fans defending him like the the links that they go to defending him are like equivalent to the links that some of these idiots go for their political stances like you yeah, guys trump, are, it got trumpy in this you time. guys are really weirdos, got to that level. Bro. like absolute weirdos and i got something special for them a little later in the podcast but i'm gonna save that for a very special segment dedicated to most, not all, but the, definitely all the LeBron James fanatics, not necessarily his fans. Uh, yeah. The Cowboys, we lost again. Oh and when God. I say we, I'm including you in that because yeah, evidently you're one a Cowboys fan because you gave a presser for us after Thanksgiving. We lost mm-hmm. again. Uh, are you ready to go back on your predictions and your yeah? Now let me ask you this: since they were number one in your power rankings for several weeks, where are the Cowboys now in your power rankings? I haven't updated it yet. I gotta wait for this game, um, this Monday night game to to finish. I update my how, how, how would that how would that affect your rankings? I guess if because, you go all twenty, because I, all I, I take the the totality of the season uh, <laughs> into into the factor of how do I do my power uh, rankings. So I will I have these two teams should affect the top. I don't. Think. I will have uh, those power rankings. Thank you, sir. I will have those power rankings on my show. Where oh were God. they last week, um, sir? Where, where were, were they last week for your show? Where, where were the Cowboys last week? They were number five, um, not number one anymore. <laughs> Look, I don't know what's going on. I will say this. From what I see and what I believe is that schematically, we're going to see a different Dallas when Lawrence comes back, if Lawrence comes back anytime soon. Wait, the no, issue no. is is that people are exploiting the fact that Parsons can only be in one spot at one time. If you had... Two more Parsons, you'd be the best team in the league. You need another Parsons. You only got one, and people are going away from him and picking on that bow bum fuckboy linebacker y'all picked up. I don't know why y'all keep picking up these slow foot white boys and linebackers. They look man. good for a second. God, they don't look good. He, he didn't look was, good his rookie year. Yeah, because people was like, oh, He's solid. He plays the game the right way. And then they were like, wait a minute, this motherfucker's slow as hell. And he can't find the ball. I don't Why know. Are we even afraid now he can't even fill holes anymore. Pause. But now yeah. he's not even good at that. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what happened to him, to be honest with you. The only the only thing that I take uh happiness in is that people can now stop saying all this shit about digs and shut down corner and things of that nature. Like that's not in the conversation anymore. Um, and it's not all on him. But yeah, I I have concerns with my Cowboys right now. It's not not looking good for my Dak MVP um, long shot either. Gosh, I'm reading these. Oh, I'm reading these 
comments about the salary. And they really have tried to make this Lincoln Riley thing a political thing about going to California. This is, they, they're really trying to ruin everything and make everything political. There's nothing political about picking between fucking LA and Norman. Uh, and they were like, look how much he's going to have to pay in taxes. He's getting a fucking hundred million dollars. Like what? And I don't know if that's, a, that's a, uh, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm debating whether I use this source or not. He is a, uh, supposed to be a Sooner insider. Only had, he's not verified. He has 300, I mean, 3,687 followers. Uh, he's followed by a scout I know, well, not know, but I know of called Chris Landry. He was retweeted by uh, USC Trojans football, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should use them, but um, I, I don't think I'll use these numbers. But these numbers for Lincoln Riley's contract are quite extravagant. Well, I'll wait for some credible things because I got some things to preach to these boys. Stop posting this message board shit on my page, man. The rumors <laughs> are just that rumors, they are not reports. But anyway, the biggest, some of the biggest news, definitely the biggest news coming out of the weekend anyway, the weekend itself, was that Lincoln Riley jumped ship. Now, he did not jump ship to LSU, which has been reported. He went yeah, to the Trojans of USC. Shocker. I can't, I can't lie, man. That, that shit came out of nowhere. <laughs> I yeah, thought, I really thought the LSU stuff was credible. Uh, credible. Um, I thought the the people that were reporting it and and had some inside track, uh, even somebody in our group who has an inside track, uh, was saying that it was all but done. It was going to be announced on Monday, and then I don't know, man. I don't know if USC dropped more M's if somebody pissed them off because they leaked it. But <clears throat> I mean, it was it was Saturday night. I'm not going to be the head coach of LSU Sunday morning. Dalton saying that he's going to stay. I told you, and then. Sunday afternoon, he's at in LA. <laughs> so, I mean, this this thing happens in college. I mean, we just saw um, LSU take uh, Brian Kelly. I mean, yeah. it's it's the nature of the beast. The that only happens. the only people who who truly keep a coach are the Ohio States, the Georgias, the the Alabamas, and Clemson right now. But I mean, if if Bama's job was open. Dabo would leave Clemson for Alabama. He's already yeah, made that. I believe, so, I believe that as so, well. Yeah. So again, it's it's just one of those things that is the nature of the beast. Not gonna lie, I thought Lincoln would would be one of the guys that would go to the league first before he went to another school. But we're talking about USC, bro. We're talking about LA. We're talking about Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, Pete Carroll, OJ Simpson. Like, there's some real tradition out there. Yeah, I don't think people understand. Yeah, that people are clearly forgetting. Like, tradition of just because Pete Carroll brought it back, but the the most Heismans, unless somebody tied it, but throughout my life, the team with the most Heismans was USC, Heisman University, running back U. So, you got to look at what you have. They didn't have a pro team for a long time. In, in Southern California. So that was looked at almost as like a protein. And then the resources that they have to offer where you are in Los Angeles, it's a prime time location. Location means so much for people that have money, not for people like us, but people that like money, Los Angeles, New York, Miami. You want to be in certain places, man. And I don't care if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. If you're rich, first of all, rich people have places in Europe 
And then the taxes, you know how high the taxes are in Europe? People don't understand how these things work. LeBron willingly went there. Uh, Lincoln Riley went, willingly went there. Taxes are taxes. You can find a way around it, but people don't understand it's your quality of life. It's when I go to LA, look at all the other opportunities that are available to me. Same thing with Lincoln Riley and what they're offering him. If they really are offering him a private jet and a hundred million dollars and paying for his house in Oklahoma and paying for the house in LA, are you serious? It's a no brainer. And opportunity of the program. Yeah. And you look at with the NIL now, recruiting at a place yeah. like USC is going to be a cinch. He already had a pretty good foothold in Cali anyway. Um, most of the kids that were in his like top of his class were from Cali. And now he's just going to set up base in Cali. Like West Coast recruits is kind of what he was doing. Spencer Rattler was from the West Coast. Uh, um, a couple of these other guys are from the West Coast general area. So I, I think it's a great move for him. Um, I mean, if you're talking about putting himself in a position to be successful, he's going to the Pac-12 and not the SEC, <laughs> not the SEC in a in a potential pod where he could he could draw hell. You could draw Bama, you could draw Auburn, and and just be in a grind every fucking week. The the Pac-12 is wide open. Chris Crystal Ball is not a, a solid coach. Like he's not the Chip Kelly era. He's not the Pete Carroll era. He's not. Uh, Harbaugh when he was at Stanford like he's he has not placed himself as the top of that conference so it's open game and, and all he's got to do all he's got to do is just be cool and Lincoln's already there as long as he stays away from making brisket he's there <laughs> and I and I one I, game you lose one game or you go undefeated you're basically in the yeah the, the championship every single year so yeah. and the committee really wants because Pac-10 is kind of not held up the end of the bargain so they definitely want some kind of parity and some kind of balance in that. So it's a good move on all accounts, other than kind of the morality of kind of ditching your program and telling them that. I mean, that, but that's the nature of the beast, man. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> remember this. Nick Saban said he would not be the coach of Alabama when he was a Miami NFL. And mm -hmm. next thing you know, he was the coach of Alabama. So yeah. they give you an offer you can't refuse. Lane Kiffin left a team on the tarmac. <laughs> Well, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin. Quit there. Bro. Like, that's, that's on, the man. He's a sleazeball. That's what he yeah. does. Somebody was hey. saying Lane Kiffin. I was like, man, you can't. Lane Kiffin coming to Oklahoma would be like if your if your if a wife was left by their husband. Or oh, no, no, let's say your wife left you. Good wife. Just out of nowhere. She cheated. You left. She got tired of you. Better man came. And then you marry a stripper next. Like you, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that, bro. You, you really can't do that. That's not, you know, as much respect as I have for what Lane brings to the table, but you don't want to, Oklahoma can't take that. That program is already devastated. Poor Dalton. That that program is devastated right now. So you, you got to get somebody that's solid. I think you freeze, but I doubt they'll go that way, but he's a program builder. And he just I've like- never, I've never seen- a program get gutted like this <laughs> it's literally their the entire 2023 class decommitted their whole staff is gone they they got stoops back stoops stoops goes and tweets or, or says something in a report like i'm going to go recruiting tonight and then his best player left uh mm. hit the portal right after he said that <laughs> <laughs> you talking about rattler 
This is another guy that hit the portal, but yeah, you know, it, it's it's gonna suck for them. It's gonna suck for them for a long time too, unless they get a they better throw they better throw their entire existence at, at rule and get him out of Carolina. Yeah, he put them in such a bad spot. I don't know if there's ever gonna be a good time, but he put them in a really bad spot. So it, but it is what it is, it's the nature of the business. I have happy news to report. Hail to the victors. Ding dong, the witch is dead. We finally, finally, as in a rock voice, Michigan finally beat the Ohio State University. And it wasn't as close as the score indicated. Are you ready to apologize to Jim Harbaugh? You no, can't him, keep a good man down. Can't keep a good man down. Not even close to fifty percent against his quote unquote rivals. He's he's four and nine against against Ohio State and Michigan State combined. He was a twenty nine point favorite last year and lost outright to Michigan State. Then he yeah. lost to Michigan State again this yeah. year. Uh, the same Michigan got State team. They got beat by like. 50 against Ohio State, and then they turn around, Michigan turns around and beats Ohio State by like 30, but you can't beat Michigan State. No, I'm not giving him credit for shit, man. He's just going to get sacrificed when he gets to the uh, college football playoff if he beats Iowa. I hope he beats Iowa, and I hope they draw Cincinnati so we can all laugh when Cincinnati beats Michigan, and and we can call Cincinnati the best team in Ohio. But at at the end of the day, no pun intended, Ohio State's bougie, uppity ass deserved this. I'm disappointed in Ryan Day, but I'm I'm okay with watching Chase and Marcus be a little upset. It had to happen sooner or later, and, and Michigan yeah. definitely put their stock in being a physical football team, and that was what their brand was all year long, and their identity, and it, it worked. You know, it was kind of a throwback, and I really doubted it all year long because they were like, I was like, yeah, really run heavy but they were able to run all over him so i was happy it was a great moment i don't know that it's a tide shift or a tide turn oh, i no. think it's a sadly i think it's kind of not necessarily like one time thing but i think it's a it's an anomaly to be honest with you yeah if they go into if they go into columbus next year and win then i will apologize but i highly doubt that's gonna happen highly doubt it Harbaugh still got a coach at some point. Ohio State fired their whole staff. <laughs> so we're going to see what, what changes they make. I would expect them to come back better next year. And, and then obviously they've got a, a wide range of quarterbacks to choose from. And the quarterback and offense really didn't play that bad, but the defense needs to get better. The defense, I, I want to say the defense is probably the younger side of the ball, but I'm not 100% sure. So I would expect them to come back more improved next year. Uh, but at the end of the day, as a college football fan, this is great. This is absolutely great for the game um, that we get some some um, separation or, or changes uh, near the top. Like, look at our, our final four as it stands right now. It's been a it's been a hot mess. It's changed at least three or four times in the last like two weeks. Uh, so it's been good for college football. Moving on. Uh, we got to talk about this. We had some. Bad news or good news if you uh, depend on what side or what camp you're on, but he definitely left an impression on IBN Sports, and that's Sam Howe. Um, what? Not, not the <laughs> kind of football player. What is the, what is the bad news? 
I would imagine is he coming back? You would say for if we were having a funeral for Sam and you were doing his eulogy, could you give us a few kind words for Sam? Sam Howe. Sam was the most annoying white person I've ever met in my entire life that I have not physically met. While his intentions were good, he was always in the fucking way and we are better off without him in general. And I wish him the best. He needs to get his mental health straight. He needs to work on him and he needs to never get back online and talk to anybody about politics. But for real though, is he coming back? Because that would be the bad news is that he's coming back. No, he's not coming back anytime soon. Okay. I'm going to reevaluate it in January. All these fools that keep begging me to bring him back, which is only two, but that's two too many. Um, Y'all not helping his case, let me tell you. But um, I'm going to be serious for a minute. Like, when you do this, I know I, you know, like to have a lot of fun. And sometimes I do go off on people. Sometimes I'm serious. Sometimes I'm not or whatever. But deep down, like, I'm a kind-hearted person. You just don't, like, irritate me i'm a kind hearted person i give of myself to people i listen if i like somebody i try i'm a very giving person but at some point like man you you got people that don't want to listen that don't respect that don't that want to take advantage of your kindness and uh i had reached my limit i had warned him countlessly about stuff with ryan i even had to be the adult and make them block each other. And then after that, he still kept going. He tried to hijack my podcast network earlier in the year with a project that he wanted to do that I was against. He kept trying to hijack it through another person. Like how many times do you just let stuff go without a consequence? And I realized that without a consequence, it wasn't going to stop. And I'm not out here trying to be like that, but like, Maybe I would have been like that if I wasn't black, you know, like Sam, you know, so that's why I always, <laughs> if God didn't give me a big dick in athleticism, like maybe I would have been like that. So, you know, I was, you know, therefore the grace of God, there go I, you know what they used to say in the church, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's why I've always had a soft spot for him. You right. you lost me. You lost me when you said you had a big dick. I I toed you out after. Well, you ain't supposed to repeat it, bro. I'm well, just trying. To, I'm just saying. Like, I just thought it was for the laugh. I mean, that, I was it like, ain't just what? for the laughs. Yeah, I understand why you might have tuned it out, but it was it was a good punchline, bro. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I apologize. I apologize. I, I just <laughs> I just want to point like, out for everybody listening. Um, I know you guys are waiting for me to say something funny. I don't find this funny at all. It's just actual facts. Um, it took Ronnie to find the one white person that sympathizes the most with black people to be hard on a white person. You've been soft on every single oh white God. member in the group. You wouldn't kick. You wouldn't. You wouldn't kick Jay. You wouldn't kick Jay. You wouldn't kick Ryan. You wouldn't kick none of these conservative-based white people. But we get a ginger. We get a ginger version. Fake woke God. is not real. Fake woke does not is not sympathetic. <laughs> that is not sympathetic. We get a ginger version of our guy. Uh, what's his name? The dude that we always uh, make fun of that say he's not black. I, I oh, oh, uh, what's his name? Sean we haven't we haven't had an issue Sean yet. King. Yeah, Sean King. Yes, we haven't yes, had any issues they, in a while and, for Sean and, King to say. And anything. woke folks like that get so comfortable they can make fun of black people's nappy head. Nah, yeah. bro. No, you remember that joke? You didn't even find him for that. I did that. I find him I, for that. Because I, I was so tired of it. it. I mean, how many of things I gotta say? I came at him a mm. hundred times on the Chappelle thing, but so I mean, it is what it is. But no, 
Uh, we're moving on. Maybe somebody told me I can't bring it back in February, but maybe if no, I make... you can't, you can't. I'm kicking. But you just said he was a friend of Wakanda. I said I said he was a friend, yeah, but I didn't say he was my friend uh, of our of our nation. He was a friend of the homeland, <laughs> so got to bring him back for February. But I, I don't know. Then some people say that's insulting, so I'll have to talk to the team Nickel delegation and see what they want to say about that. I tell you I right now, I will bring him back. I don't the, know. The top of the chain is going to vote no. I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna take some prayer. It's gonna take some prayer and fasting. I'm gonna have to talk to my pastor, like Michael Irvin would say. I'm gonna talk to my pastor, see what he say. <laughs> see what he say. They're dealing to go all the time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, fines and mutes. We really only had one good one. You got on uh, Dante. I, I don't know how to say it. Briar, Briar, or whatever. Black people shouldn't have names. It's spelled B B R Y E. But um, I know something silent. But uh, he basically, he's dead. And I, it was only eight minutes now. I didn't take a long time to let this in the queue. He said, is this the worst loss of Alabama, in Alabama history under Saban? He said this fourth quarter. They were still down 10-0, but it maybe it was like five minutes left. And it took me eight minutes to post. By the time I posted, it was like 10-3. So or I, tell, I let it through the queue. Now you want you kind of got on him. He tried to defend it, but it's like, no, nah, bro, don't say if if the game is over, bro. Don't say if. Just wait till the game is over. And then Richard Washington used his all-star powers for the first time ever because he's an Alabama fan and he muted Dante. Nah, <laughs> That's messed up. He was man. like, nah, bro, don't put that on us. Alabama. <laughs> That's messed up. And I and of I, course, and not only did I bet against Alabama in an in-game bet, I was like, all right, and I, this is finally the time they're gonna go down. And uh, they came back, but I did a uh, uh, you got a minute fam for uh, wheat, wheat beer. If y'all don't know wheat beer, he's been in the group for years, doesn't use his real name, but he was the only Alabama on the fan in the group besides Richard Washington for years, like almost since the beginning. So, anyway, I tagged him, and of course, they came back, and they don't even get you got a minute fam very often, so they don't even know. <laughs> That, you know, you could come back when somebody does that to you. It's just to get your attention. And it's like a de facto game thread, you know. But, you know, they took it personal. If we yeah. get him on there an hour later. He said, oh, yeah, I got a minute now. Let's do the game, man. Yeah, you know, you know, we don't even be logging on. I got a personal number, man. I text him and then he I, he really might be Nick Saban, like Chase has always alluded to. Because he doesn't. This dude, this dude Nick Saban already in the, in the locker room dancing and whatever. But uh, so, uh, so I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, he, it, but he finally did it. So I don't know. But uh, hey, what's our boy Brandon? Brandon came back on their fake name and he didn't. Uh, what? Are you, slow it down. You, didn't, you didn't hear about all gas, no brakes? That shit hit a wall around like. Oh, uh, yeah. Three. I was like, not a Texas <laughs> fan. I wouldn't want to talk about football either. Yeah. My boy Brandon. But I was going to say, Dante, my boy, man. But smart people hate when you try to make fun of them, man. Yeah, they don't really, like because they try to bring something out. It really <laughs> wasn't. It really wasn't supposed to be that, that serious. That's serious, I, I yeah. It. Like he did say, he did say, uh, assuming they lose, but it was two things. It was one, you should know better. You should assume they lose. Yeah. Yeah. It, you should know better to even make this kind of post. Uh, That's like something you said, they got 35 points. And like yeah. the announcer at the end, he'll say, well, barring a miracle, let's yeah. talk about next week. You know, yeah. that wasn't then, a bar. That, ain't, that wasn't a miracle comeback. And two, there's nothing worse then the Auburn kick return, the field goal return for a There's absolutely nothing that'll erase that. So no. That's it, true too. Yeah. There, there will be no loss. In fact, he didn't need that. to do that either. He was desperate. Didn't want to yeah. go all the time and kind of yeah. 
nothing's ever gonna uh mess mess with kick six in that way yeah uh kitty table marcus and chase classy old school ibs grown men that could take a loss we have we're we're, we're lacking in that the way we used to be but grown men that could take a loss Marcus invited himself to the kitty table. Yes, Ohio State, you are in the kitty table or you are at the kitty table. Patrick will be passing out the fruit snacks, the orange slices, whatever else that you want. Capri Sun, you can have it. You're at the kitty table. Anybody with two losses and they can't make the playoffs. And I'm going to ask you the question that I asked them. Are they all better off than they were four years ago? Four years ago. What happened four years ago? Or are they better off than they were? Just a Ronald Reagan line, but uh, Herb was there four years ago. No, they're not going to be better off. They're not going to be better off until they win a national championship because that's where Urban got them at some point. Exactly. But, but I don't know if Urban would have been using this. I don't know that this team gets maximized offensively like uh, they do with Day. Now, what they're missing is definitely the the nuances of Urban Meyer's tight ship. Like he could run a team. Like he could run a like yeah, run a program. He could, yep. Yeah, he could run a program. Even if he was even if he was lacking a little on X's and O's and, and, and adjustments from time to time. Modernizing. Yeah, the ship, the ship was tight. People were disciplined. And I can't recall any times where I thought to myself that Ohio State is beating themselves when Urban Meyer was there. But I've said that at least four times yeah, since yeah. Ryan Day's been there. And and Chase has been on this in private as well, talking about like just some of the little nuances and and how the kids are coached at certain positions seems to be lacking under Ryan Day. So um I will say he's he's got he's got two more years for me uh to get a national championship or or is gonna be playing his day, no pun intended that clearly Urban Meyer was the better, better coach. So. And I never, you know, I, I they, they talked very highly of Day in our group chat when they were in our group chat, and it was Ohio State Love Fest. Uh, and I saw what it. they had to offer. He's a very good coach. But what I'm saying is that fans can look, what the old saying, look, look a gift to horse in a, in a horse in the mouth. You had one of the, literally one of the greatest coaches of all time. His, I looked at his winning percentage, Ohio State. He won 90% of his games over seven years. And they bitched and they complained about this man. What he did is really hard to do and was basically unprecedented at your school. So before you start claiming, you, you, before you start bitching about that, that's very hard to replicate. Even if Ryan Day is an excellent coach, he might not ever be as successful as Urban Meyer, so that's my point. Not to not to to uh, dog Ryan Day out, just to say, in reality check, you were bitching about a dude that won nine out of every ten games. If you watched all those QB powers, you bitch too, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at him for it. I'm not mad at him at all. Like, goddamn, JT Bear should not have been quarterback, man. Well, <laughs> I that was tough. I, I get that. either UVA or Michigan. So oh, I would be very happy God. with Urban Meyer. I'd be you, you, you root for UVA and Michigan. You love Ronald Reagan. Why are we doing a show together? <laughs> How do I love him? But he was a pretty good president. How do I love him? The war on drugs stuff is not great, but who is good on the war on drugs? So I, I don't even want to hear that. 
So like, Trump is the first one that really do got any kind of criminal justice reform. So of all people, but anyway, not that that wasn't that bipartisan, but anyway, uh, moving on more than a sports page. Uh, your girl, Liz, Hi, girl. how do you say your name? Of WNBA fan beige, man. Can beige, can yeah, Liz Sandage. Uh, I mean, she's really got a really cute face, but little too too rich for my blood. But yeah, well, I, I tell you what, funny. like Kanye, she has only fans that has been reported and she confirmed. But like Kanye, I'll get it off Reddit. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious though. <laughs> Not my type, but I'm curious. And honestly, I think in my 20s, I might have wanted to scale a mountain like that. But at this age and this time of my life, man, I I don't have the energy for all that. I'm not trying to impress nobody. Man, I'm not here to to hype up Liz Cambage. As a matter of fact, if if all y'all could just forget we had this conversation, it'd probably make my chances a whole lot easier. Um, But yeah, you know, she she kind of fire and... uh, she, she really bought it. She got a little, uh, she did, I think she did an interview with Playboy where she talked about her, her approach to her sexual desires and things like that. And I would, I would say, you know, that was a good photo for, shoot. I will say for that. you, That's for nice. you every day, for you everyday Joes out here, you know what I'm saying? WNBA tickets ain't that expensive. You just might get called down like prices, right? You never know, man. You <laughs> never know. Now it might be a little bit more than what you bargained for, but you know, just and since not, we have been, we have objectified her, even though she's kind of objectifying herself for sale, I will say it yeah. is horrible that these women don't make enough money that they have to make an OnlyFans account professional athletes. It is an outrage. Yeah, well, that is a good uh, side hustle, man. <laughs> We you tell us she probably make more for OnlyFans than she do WNBA, and I'm saying that as a fan. Like, she pays shit. more money. She pays just, more money in my Joe Matt's voice. Uh, for, for, no, for no work. <laughs> Just, just being you, just being you. <laughs> but you know, I'll, I'll get to the, I'll get to it one day on Reddit. Uh, Post of the week nominee. I thought you were pretty good. Jay Holla had a good one, but we're right now. it was normal. Jay Holla last night. You said maybe COVID made Lamar colorblind because he threw four interceptions. That's the worst game I ever seen Lamar have. That's what I thought Lamar would look like more often coming out. Uh, Lamar has been sick two different times this season. But he has not had COVID, which is really very, very strange. So, and I'm putting the air quotes up here. He has not had COVID, but he's been really sick to the point where we we didn't know if he was going to play, and he didn't play another day, one week. But he hasn't had it. But so maybe instead of his smell, maybe it took away, or maybe the new virus got him. But uh, Omni Man, what's it called? <laughs> Lamarion, what's the joke called? <laughs> Yeah, yes, I'm, not, I'm making fun of it, Ashley, before you send me a text. Oh. <laughs> I'm, uh, that was I'm, a good post. I'm checking, good post. I'm checking Reddit. Uh, so it, uh, It's definitely going to be on there eventually. No, it's, 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 it's on there. There's, I doubt uh, I've ever done that, ladies. There's a whole, there's a whole, um, <laughs> there's a whole section for you. You send me that link. But, um. <laughs> I'll try to get up this in the comments. Yeah, curious, but uh, Anyway, but, uh, back to the subject. Uh, what you were saying, um, what, what were you talking about? I was distracted. You got that distracted. You got that distracted. No, it was fine. It was just your comment about Lamar being colorblind. It was very he good. Is, well, he is. Bless his heart. He probably he probably colored with the fat curls too, but you know, we're not going to go there. <laughs> 
I'm not going to be sitting here slandering black quarterbacks for you. <laughs> Whatever, man. As a uh, side note, before we get to Meta World Cantor, um, oh. you ready to give up on Matt Stafford yet, man? This is humiliating. You know. Yeah, golf. The slander was outrageous. I know. I saw that. God, I almost said something sexist, too, because the chick said <laughs> I was bad. I said, I was like, I don't think it's that much upgrade. People are like, ah, you're crazy. It is really not that much of an upgrade. I will say one thing for McVay. McVay is like that guy that got a shiny new toy and he really wants to try it out. Why are you going five wide all the time? Just run your offense. I thought the deal was you put Stafford in that ready-made offense, the self-driving car, and and it just becomes better because you got a better quarterback. Why why are we trying to change it up and go five wide and be all fancy and and spread them out like you in the Pac twelve or you like in the Big Twelve? That, that's too much. But anyway, still Stafford, you suck. You're a choker. You don't come up in big situations. You're streaky, and you're not an elite quarterback anywhere near elite. I don't care what you're giving. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not looking as good as I would like, obviously, but. I'm putting on my Niner fan hat. Yeah, I'm he's hurt, of course. You always know. Yeah, I'm absolutely oh, loving. Struggling. I'm absolutely loving the struggles. Okay, as a as a Niner fan. So, um, look, if I gotta sacrifice Matt Stafford to get back over 500, then buy Matt. I mean, that's that's it. That's all I gotta say on that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't see how they're gonna win anything, especially right now, but. He is not elevating them to the thing, but make me watch they get hot or something, make me eat my words. But uh, we're almost winding down, but we got something I've been wanting to talk about for so long. Oh, we're not there yet. God dang it. One more thing. Enos Cantor legally changed his name to Enos Cantor. I almost said world freedom. Enos Cantor freedom. What? Did something happen to him? Like he used to be like kind of a heroic and outspoken. He couldn't go back to his country. Now he's just kind of like a sideshow, man. What what what's going on? I don't know, bro. Just I like it. I even like the same. You know, he can't guard a pick and roll, but he can score. I don't have no problem in his character, man. But I'm I'm telling you, I can't. I'm not trying to be Black Panther. I'm really not. But I I absolutely refuse to listen to anybody not from this fucking country talk about what what people don't do for the black community and shit like that, that. I've, I've snapped i've snapped on a couple european friends for that shit too like what are you talking about bro like don't come to like we know america's fucked up well at least most of us do especially if you're a minority you, you understand like what you got in america who are you to criticize the fucking country to tell tell us? I what, know what Jordan did. You on here when he was doing it? Yeah, happened here. That's me giving out the hundred million dollars. But you don't know what he does privately. You don't know what he's done in Nike. To I mean, get out of here. That's just a trite little thing. I was trying to say. Not yet, at least. But damn, just shut up, man. It's Stop. hard. It's actually hard for a rich black man to do nothing for the black community. By by by, just your raising, you know a lot of black people. <laughs> you know, even if you're one of those dudes that don't even like black people, like you grew up, if you help your family, you know what I'm saying? You're going to know so many black people. It's hard. Even OJ, he gave money to charities. Like, so I don't know. Depends on what you mean by that. Was Jordan an activist? No. LeBron, not really an activist. But Jordan has put money into lots of programs and and, uh, and as far as poverty and towards black people go. And he just gave $100 million out during the uh, after the Floyd thing. And yeah. countless charities and things Jordan has dedicated himself to. So to say that is not 
it's not well educated. It's just something he heard somebody say when he went to the barbershop or something like that. And now we are finally here. My PABs of the week are every last person that doesn't understand how a news cycle works, that doesn't understand fake news, that wanted to cape for LeBron James. It's one thing to say you stand with him because he threw him out. But these people took a YouTube video, not a YouTube video, the comments under a YouTube video, this man's last name was Carpenter, and it's traveled all across the internet in every place that wasn't a major news outlet, they posted as gospel that the people were yelling, die, Bronny, die, and saying all kinds of things about Bron's son and hopes he dies in a car accident. Not verified, don't know that the man was at the game. Don't know who the man is. Just a YouTube comment. And we took that over the word of LeBron James, who said it was, it didn't make him uncomfortable, and it was obscene gestures and obscene language. So if LeBron didn't say it, why are you taking the words of a random stranger? Not anybody else, not nobody else stepped forward. It wasn't a group of people, nobody in the press, nobody else caught on to it. Just this one guy in the whole entire world said one thing and everybody took it and ran with it. It's because Le, LeBron's fans know that he's got a little PAB in him. They, I used to tell my brother all the time, LeBron got a little bitch in him. And when it does come out, they would rather this man have suffered someone yelling and screaming at him about his son died so he could be the victim and not look like a punk bringing the referee over. They'd rather him suffer that so that he, he's justified in what he's doing. It's a cult. It's kind of scary. It reminded me of some Trump stuff. Like literally, this is what they did with Trump. Fake news. He could say anything, and they just take it around with the right wing takes it around with it. only eight black people. Only eight uh people were shot. Cops only shot eight people. They put that lie out there, and people still repeat it. They put out uh li other lies about uh that if you give to one of these committees, it was going to the Demo if you give to Black Lives Matter, it was going to the Democratic Party, and that was a lie. They just used the same software or something like that. So it's like one person tells a lie, and because the people that look at it, receive it, and want to believe it, it spreads everywhere. And you suck, and you punk-ass bitches. And y'all some losers. Damn <laughs> right. Lakers suck, man. LeBron on his last leg. Let that man go out in peace, man. Stop, stop caping for this grown-ass man. He don't need you, bro. LeBron's legacy is cementing, man. Anybody with any kind of brain, you cannot argue that he's not one of the greatest basketball players in NBA history. Now, is he the greatest? No. You know why? Because there is no greatest. Every single era has a great player that people from that era who remember that person in their prime will make an argument for that person being the greatest basketball player ever. It's one of the most ridiculous things about NBA fandom that I still can't understand. You cannot, you cannot put greatness into one category because each person plays a different position and things like that. It's just too much going on. But for some reason, I've I never Jordan. <laughs> I have never, I I've never seen people run to a, a grown man or professional athlete's defense so quickly than LeBron. Like, God damn, man. And you're right. That's, I, this is how QAnon started. Yeah, literally. This is how, I mean, they still got, they think that they were doing something where 
it was something about the JFK assassination, and they thought he was coming back or something. Wow. Yeah, it was it was his son, I think. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, his son's supposed to come back. It's like really wild. But I'm just like, can we, at the very least, it's not confirmed. Just wait. Don't yeah. go and say, I can't tell you how many posts, how many people said, oh, but well, what about what he said about his son? You don't know that. He didn't say that. Nobody that you can prove was there said that. Like, come on, man. This is literally how misinformation spreads. And they were like, well, this is the best thing that pissed me off. Well, he's never done anything like this before. No, he's never taken a ref by the hand and led him over there. But he's had altercations with the fans. He's had altercations where a fan got thrown out. So don't say he's never had a situation with the fans. Not like he just did. He just stood there and took it for 18 years because he didn't. And then that same thing, the irony, he said, there they fucking are right there. When he pulled them over, he said they were using obscene <laughs> language. And there are times he said stuff that if you want to, if these, if these players really want to get that technical, that post I did with all the stuff he said to the fans, that shouldn't go either. So it's like, where, where we want to go with this? I think they're too sensitive. If they really did say that accusation, he's, he's more than within his rights. He's within his rights right now. If you're the performer, if you're at a play, and the, and the person on the top of the stage doesn't like what you're doing, they can have you thrown out. I'm okay with that as a performer. You can't abuse that, but I'm okay with that. But don't make all these excuses because this man looking feminine when he was going out there and telling his daddy to throw the guy out. Don't, don't, don't do that because it, it, it just makes it worse. And I had to fight all the LeBron lovers. They came at me, all kinds of accusations and saying stuff and getting mad. Bro, I'm not in your cult. I like LeBron James. I, I love basketball. I think he's the second greatest basketball player of all time. I love what he's done for the game. And I'll miss him when he's gone. But he ain't my daddy. He is not my son. He is not, I'm not on his payroll. So I'm not going to cape for him like he's a relative. Can't do it. Can't. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just. I, sh- I can't do this show with the football game on anymore, man. Like, the shit that I'm watching is just really distracting me even more than than anything else that we've talked about tonight. LeBron James doesn't need your defense, people. And I'm not trying to – you know, as, as as they – since you make church references, I'll make a church reference. I'm not going to preach another sermon. I'm not going to re-preach the sermon. I'm going to let it rock. You heard what he said. The doors of the church are open. Exactly. <laughs> All right. You got anything to plug? Uh, Yeah. Um. You know, Tristan's picks is coming back because again, I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, I should I should have my official power rankings out um, come Wednesday maybe. I'm thinking about doing a uh, college football live cast um, roundtable too, so we can discuss all the craziness that is college football and also give a preview on the conference championship games, which will probably determine uh, some positioning um, in the uh, Final Four for the. Uh, for the playoffs because you got Michigan's in the conference championship game. We got Bama, Georgia coming up as well. Uh, as long as Cincinnati wins, they, they have a shot, but who knows? Cause if Michigan loses, Ohio state might come back into the mix. Notre Dame could come back into the mix. Uh, so there's a lot of, a um, lot of like scenarios that could happen. 
All right. And make sure, folks, that you rate and subscribe and share the podcast. Doing, still doing pretty good numbers. Uh, now the holidays are coming up. Still doing good numbers, doing great numbers on the big page, which filters down. Uh, so, like I said, folks, free Jared Golf for uh, <laughs> for the commission and Starscream. We're asking you. You got a minute, fam?